Short work week for the Lions as they get ready for the Carolina Panthers, and the hype train continues in Allen Park. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hope you're having a good Tuesday, everybody. Matt Derry with you. It is Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast and Network on this, a Tuesday, December 20th into Wednesday, December 21st. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day on Locked On Lions, whether it's on Tuesday night, you're listening on Wednesday morning on the way to work. We appreciate your listenership coming up on the show as the 7-7 seven and seven Lions, no longer losers. They're not winners, but they're not losers. But they've won six of seven. They can be a winning football team with a victory over the 5-9 and nine Carolina Panthers coming up Sunday at the Bank in Charlotte. We're going to talk to Mike Pritchard, VSIN NFL analyst and former NFL wide receiver tomorrow, and Julian Council on the crossover, the host of Lockdown Panthers, coming up on Thursday. Lockdown Lions today is proudly brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, in the game. On the show today, the latest news on Deshaun Elliott. Lions might not have one of their best defensive players and their uh, strong safety coming up Sunday in Carolina. We'll explain what's going on with him. Also, a couple of big-time stats that really stand out for me this week as to a couple of reasons why the Lions are having some success. ESPN NFL power rankings are out, and also Colin Cowherd on the herd, his herd hierarchy, he's got the Lions in his top 10. We'll play you that audio coming up as well right here on the show. You can follow us on Twitter, at Dairy Speaks, at Lockdown Lions. Check us out on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. And as always, we are on YouTube the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Please subscribe and watch the videos. We've had a lot of viewership. I know a lot of you were complaining yesterday and Sunday. I don't know what happened uh, to my computer, if it was my internet or what, but it was a blurry screen and not in HD and not at 720. So hopefully we fix that for today. But uh, check out the show on YouTube as well, and we appreciate you guys watching, listening, and whatever. All right, so the Lions are going to Carolina on Sunday. That means DJ Moore, pretty good wide receiver, Chuba Hubbard, uh, Deontay Foreman, guys like that, and of course, Sam Darnold, who couldn't even beat out Baker Mayfield for the starting quarterback job in Carolina earlier this year. Sam Darnold, who of course was let go by the Jets as well. Um, and that's kind of what the Lions are going up against Sunday. It's not a great Panthers team. They traded Christian McCaffrey earlier in the year. But because the NFC South is such a dumpster fire, and Tampa Bay's in first place at 6-8, and eight, the rest of the teams are like Atlanta, New Orleans, Carolina are all at 5-9. and nine. It's a total joke. But there's going to be a winner that gets that four seed and hosts a playoff game and likely plays Dallas in the first round. And the Panthers are not out of it with three games to go. So the Lions are facing them on Sunday. And one guy that I think has been pretty solid, uh, he's on a one-year deal, came over from the Ravens, strong safety Deshaun Elliott, who alongside Kirby Joseph, uh, have improved that secondary with the two of them together. Well, Elliott injured his shoulder on Sunday. 
in the win over the Jets there in New Jersey. And Dan Campbell said today that it's a pretty good chance that he's not going to be able to play on Sunday against the Panthers, that it does not look good. If Deshaun Elliott cannot go, this is not a real deep secondary when it comes to safeties. The Lions have C.J. Moore, who's more of a special teamer, who actually played very well this past Sunday. And if Yatu Melifonwu, who basically has been banished to the bench and doesn't get a lot of snaps and is mostly on special teams, and that is it. So Tracy Walker out for the year. Kirby Joseph kind of had to step up and play, and he's been really, really good. And actually the fan voting, he was the top safety in the Pro Bowl fan voting. How about that? And then you've got, uh, like I said, um, Sean Elliott and now C.J. Moore. So Campbell thinks it'll likely be more, but that Melifonwu could also play. But that has to be a little bit of a concern for the Lions, certainly Sunday in Carolina against the Panthers. A couple of interesting stats that I want to throw your way. And we mentioned this yesterday about how good the Lions' offensive line has been. And when you look at it, Panay Sewell, I think, is a pro bowler. Frank Ragnow, I think, is a pro bowler. Uh, and I think Jonah Jackson and Taylor Decker are in the discussion as well. To me, I think it would be a crime if Sewell and Ragnow do not get in. Those guys are near the top in all the statistical categories for PFF, Ragnow at center, Sewell for right tackle, and Panay just is a, is a beast. He really is. And I know there are some that will say, well, the Lions didn't draft Micah Parsons and they missed out. Yes, Micah Parsons is as good a defensive player as there is in the NFL, but Panay Sewell is a star. He is a big-time right tackle. And one of the reasons the Lions have been so good the last two weeks throwing the football and having success, even though this past week wasn't great offensively, Jared Goff hasn't been sacked, not once, in the last two games. And the Lions have allowed a league-low six sacks since week nine. Only team that has allowed uh, any fewer is tied with uh, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks. They've also only allowed six sacks going back to week nine. So the last, what, six games or so for Detroit, the Lions have only allowed six sacks, one per game. In the last two weeks, just two, uh, just zero, not a single sack. So you keep this quarterback healthy. You keep him upright. You keep him comfortable in the pocket. Jared Goff's pretty good. All right, no one's saying he's great. No one's talking about his deep balls and the miss on with Jamison Williams. I get all that. But credit goes to the offensive line. They have done a bang-up job in keeping Jared Goff on his feet, not in any under any duress, and no sacks the last two weeks, and six sacks since week nine. That's pretty darn good. Um, and I think you'll take that if you're the Lions uh, all day over the last six games. So that's been fantastic. Another number, which is very impressive. Jared Goff, uh, the last five games has not fumbled. That's the second longest streak of his career. And I'm not just talking about fumbles lost. I'm talking about any fumble. Fumble the Lions, get it back. Fumble lost, regardless. You got to go back to 2017. There was a six-game stretch where Goff went without a fumble. Why do I bring up 2017? Well, number one, it's the longest stretch of game six he had without a fumble. Now it's five going into this week. But that stretch in 2017 was when Jared Goff took the Rams to the playoffs and they won the excuse me, NFC West. The Rams were NFC West champs in 2017. And so Jared Goff was playing pretty good football at that time uh, in 2017. 
So this is the second longest streak he has gone without a fumble. Coming up next, the ESPN NFL Power Rankings. Where do the Lions sit in that uh, hierarchy in the NFL? We will tell you about that when we come back. But first, we got to tell you about our newest sponsor. And we were glad, are very glad, that they are on board with us. And that is NFL Ultimate Football GM. All right. I'm really geeked out by this new partnership and sponsorship in today's episode. It is the mobile game Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM? Managing your football franchise? Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. What you're responsible for? Hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency in the draft, and all the ups and downs of a season. It's fun. All of this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. You play on the go as you want and when you want to. It's been cool. I signed up for this thing. I'm going up against Peter Bukowski of Locked On Packers. It's amazing. Locked On Lions listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On, all caps, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps, so make sure you check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. All right, folks, the Lions continue to be the darlings of the NFL. People are talking about the Lions. They're loving the Lions and what they're doing, and it's exciting. And this is something that I know the fans have been waiting for. They've been waiting for their team to get ink. They've been waiting for their team to go on a win streak. Six out of seven, three in a row, three straight on the road. This team couldn't win a road game to save their lives the last few weeks. Why am I so itchy? And yet, here they are sitting at 7-7, seven and seven, right there in the thick of that NFC wildcard race. They're only a half game back of the 7-6-1 Washington Commanders. Pretty cool. This week's ESPN NFL Power Rankings goes like this. Now back in the day, what we used to do was we would tell you the top five teams were. Then we go way down to 28 or 29 or 30 and talk about the Lions. No more. No more, folks. Your team is getting some love. It's awesome. Philadelphia, number one at 13-1. Buffalo comes in second, followed by Kansas City, Cincinnati, and San Francisco, the top five. Your next five, Dallas at six. Minnesota at seven. Lions have beaten them. Miami at eight. The Chargers at nine at eight and six. Baltimore at 10 at nine and five, even though they just lost to the uh, Browns. Giants at 11 at eight, five, and one from ESPN. And the Lions coming in at 12th at 7-7. Seven and seven. They've moved up five spots from 17 to 12. And quite frankly, they should be higher than the Giants. They beat the Giants. Now, the Giants have a better record, 8-5-1. Eight, eight, but I'll take the Lions over the Giants. Um, Commanders are 13th, by the way. Seahawks 14th. And Tennessee 15th. Lions opponent this weekend, the Carolina Panthers, come in at 26th. At five and nine, and your bottom team is Houston, who is one twelve and one. The Detroit Lions are in the discussion. They continue to be in the conversation. 
and they are now a top 12 team, according to ESPN. And, you know, what, what, what does that say about the team and where they sit right now is that many believe that this team continues to win out and can win out, uh, that they'll be in the playoffs. But the fact that they're ranked 12th and that they're above some of these teams that have better records than them, like Washington, means that some of the experts feel like not only can this team get to the playoffs and that they've gotten better and that people believe in them, but that they can win a playoff game. And think about this. The Lions finish at 7th and they get that last wild card. They would be going to Minnesota to play the Vikings if the season ended today. Vikings, of course, uh, sitting in that two seed right now. Philly would have a bye. But nobody, I think, would be scared to see the Lions go to Minnesota and play the Vikings again. The Lions have trailed the Vikings for like a grand total of 45 seconds this year. They were up the entire game in Minnesota and led that game 14-0 out of the chute before Dan Campbell screwed it up with the kicking situation on the Seibert long field goal and all of that. Then the game at Ford Field, the Lions led the entire day. So once a team that was ranked 30th, 29, 28 in the power rankings, it started 1-6, now sitting in the top 12. It's pretty cool. And they're playing together. They're playing as a team. Um, players are stepping up. The talent level it seems like it's improving. The coaching staff has done an excellent job. And uh, now, you know, going into Carolina on Sunday, and we'll talk about this on Thursday with Ju- – or Saturday, I should say. We'll talk about it on Thursday with Julian Council, host of Lockdown Panthers. There's some matchups that the Lions can exploit here. Carolina is very banged up in their secondary, especially at cornerback. And the strength of the Panthers is kind of their pass rush and their D-line with Brian Burns. But the Lions feel like their strength is their offensive line and that they can neutralize guys like Burns, who has 10.5 sacks, and Brown and some of the guys along that defensive line. All right, final thing we want to do is we want to play this audio clip uh, of Colin Cowherd from today's Herd program on Fox Sports 1 and Fox Sports Radio, his Herd hierarchy, and where he has the Lions. And I want to play this audio for you because, uh, number one, it's interesting, and number two, I want to comment on something that he says in this, and we will do that. Um, coming up next. First, though, we got to tell you about our friends at Prize Picks. We've been telling you about daily fantasy with Prize Picks for weeks. It is so much fun. You make entries on players, and last night maybe you won some money. Maybe you had Aaron Rodgers throwing for over 250 yards. Maybe you had uh, Christian Watson um, not catching a touchdown, which he did not do last night. Maybe you had Cam Akers below 70 yards. You won money there. That's how you play for prize picks, and it is so much fun. And the great thing about prize picks is it's Tuesday. We're done with NFL football for the week, but you can play with the NBA, the NHL, college basketball, MMA, boxing, whatever it is, you can make your picks, pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry at prizepicks.com or the prize picks app. Download it now to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKDOWN. If you deposit $100, prize picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, prize picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKDOWN at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. 
All right, our executive producers, we like to call them the great Nathan Litke, who has been with me a long time as a fellow, or not fellow, but as a fond listener of the show and a friend of mine, uh, sent me this audio clip today, and this is courtesy of The Herd, Colin Cowherd on uh, Fox Sports 1. Every week he does his herd hierarchy around the NFL and uh, counts them down from 10 to 1. So that means that he's got the Lions in his top 10 of his herd hierarchy. Take a listen to this, courtesy of Fox Sports 1. Are at 10, number 9. I think the Lions are a real deal here. Three-game winning streak, and what I'm really noticing, Jared Goff, six straight games without a pick. Nobody's getting to him. When Jared Goff is comfortable, he's a top 10, 12 quarterback in this league. Goff has not taken a sack in back-to-back games. Okay, the Jets couldn't get to it. This offensive line and these weapons are the real deal. They can win low scoring. They can win a shootout. I would take them today against the Vikings if they met again. Detroit at nine, number eight. All right, there you go. Courtesy of Fox Sports 1 um, and Fox Sports Radio, Colin Cowherd's herd hierarchy. He's got the Lions at number nine. A top 10 team. Then you heard him have the Jaguars ahead of the Lions, which is kind of interesting. But what he said there, which is interesting and definitely intriguing, and I think Lions fans are excited about, is he was talking glowingly about the quarterback, which no one had been doing for two years, and Jared Goff. But he said if the Lions played in Minnesota, he would take them. All right. How long can they ride this train? How long can they play this well where they're protecting Jared Goff? We know this. I said this before. The offensive line is really good. But Goff hasn't taken a sack in two weeks. Um, He hasn't thrown an interception. And he hasn't turned the ball over in, what, um, 215 straight attempts. It's amazing. How long can we ride this Goff train? All right? We know the numbers about him on the road and him in cold weather. It's going to be supposed to be below 30 degrees in Carolina on Sunday. He did not play well Sunday against the Jets. It wasn't a great performance by him. He didn't hurt the team with turnovers. He took care of the football. And in the end, when they needed the big play, he made it. Fourth and one, looked right. Enough touch on the ball to look left and hit Brock right in stride with a game-winning throw. It wasn't threading the needle 30 yards down the field, but it was good enough to win. We said this a long time, and we've said it for a long time. You got to have a coach, you got to have a quarterback to win in this league. All right, look at Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Look at Nick Sirianni and Justin uh, Justin Fields. Oh my God, Jalen Hurts. Look at Dak Prescott, and Mike McCarthy. And some people don't like Mike McCarthy, but look, guys won a Super Bowl. All right, look at these good teams and what they have: Josh Allen and Sean McDermott, Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor. All right, got to have a coach, got to have a quarterback. We know, I think, now that we have a coach. I mean, Dan Campbell has them rallying. They're playing hard for him. He's made good decisions lately. He's let Ben Johnson run the offense. The defense has gotten better, right? But the quarterback, I think for some, is still a question mark. He's playing very well and probably deserves, if they take three quarterbacks or four from the NFC, to be in the Pro Bowl the way Jared Goff is playing. He's not lighting it up for 300, 400 yards a week and four touchdowns, right? But he's making enough throws, and he's playing very good football. But will that continue, especially with two of the next three on the road, including in very frigid conditions Sunday at Carolina, 
against a decent Panthers defense that really struggled this week against the run, and then the Packers in Week 18. If you watch Green Bay last night, they made enough plays defensively against Baker Mayfield, but that Rams offense is just not the same. It's not the same O-line. It's not the same quarterback. It's not the same group of receivers without Cooper Cup. The running backs stink. But that's not going to be a cakewalk in Week 18 if the Packers are playing for something. So I'm not saying that, oh, Sunday for sure, Goff's going to have a bad game. But he's so due to turn it over. He's so due. It just hasn't happened lately. But right now, he's playing really good football. And he's taking care of the ball. And that's why people like Colin Coward and others are saying, yeah, Jared Goff and the Lions could go into Minnesota and win. Why not? It's amazing. It's just not anything that we expected just a few short weeks ago. Mike Pritchard from VSIN tomorrow. Julian Council on Thursday with a crossover right here on Lockdown Lions.